It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Welcome into Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Today on the show, can the Braves set the home run record two in a row for Elder? And I like Colin's attitude. It's all next. It's Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked On Sports Atlanta. This is Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, and it starts now. Hitting Hard is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We ask you to subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you're listening to podcasts. Get the latest episodes of Hitting Hard as soon as they become available. Also, check us out on the SiriusXM app and give me a follow on my personal Twitter page at JMCH316. So it was a successful night for the Atlanta Braves. They took uh, the the, uh, the game against the New York Mets 3-2 to two last night, and they hit a couple of more home runs uh, in the game. Uh, Marcelo Zuna homered in the game. He's now got 27 homers on the year, and Eddie Rosario joined the home run club of 20 uh, or more, you know, Braves that uh, that have home runs. He hit his 20th last night. And, and I saw a stat from Sarah Langs, who does a lot of the analytical work and things like that. And she's, you know, stat head and, and does a great job. But it was, I think it was the fastest that a team has had seven players get at least 20 homers uh, you know, in a season. And, and obviously, look, this team has just been loaded with guys up and down the lineup. Murphy's got 20, 43 for Olsen, 28 for Ozzy, <clears throat> 29 for Austin Riley, 20 for Rosario now, 28 for Ronnie, 27 for Ozuna. Even Travis Darno in a part-time role has got nine homers for this team. And, you know, Michael Harris has got 11. And then, you know, Arcia, who we talked about yesterday, as the big surprise with 14. So as it sits right now, the Braves with 239 homers in 125 games 
are on pace to set the all-time record by most home runs for a team. Now, that was just set a couple of years ago, a couple few years ago, <clears throat> when the Minnesota Twins hit 307 homers in 2019. 307 homers. The Yankees, not to be outdone, they just came up just a whisker short with 306 home runs. Now, at the current Braves pace, this would put them somewhere 309, 310. It comes out to be the math itself says 309.74 is how many home runs they would hit. And we talk about all of the remarkable things that the Braves have done this year and running away with the division and scoring all these runs and all these different things along with it. This could be a situation where they just add this feather into their cap and now all of a sudden they find themselves, you know, on the mark of history. And, and you know, again, I, I think we thought that this team had plenty of power, that this is modern day baseball, right? I mean, it's home runs and strikeouts and you don't worry about batting average and things like that. But I think the overall depth <clears throat> of what this lineup has shown, you know, again, Marcelo Zuna's had a nice bounce back year, right? He's got 27 homers. He's probably going to be a 30 plus homer guy. Rosario has had a really nice year as well. And he's kind of manned left field and really has kind of not given Braves fans a lot of angst or a lot of reason to really be kind of upset or, you know, worried about what left field is going to be. You know, he's probably going to be somewhere around 25 homers. Sean Murphy obviously has come over after getting himself out of the Oakland Alameda Coliseum, which is one of the worst hitting parks in all of Major League Baseball, one of the toughest parks to hit in just in general. Like that's a that's just a a, a barren wasteland to hit in. You know, obviously he's put up a big number. And again, when you combine what Darno and and Sean Murphy has come up with, you know, they're going to be over 30 home runs at the catcher position. And then obviously Ronnie has had a year where, you know, he's not just the MVP of the league, but now he's on pace for 75 stolen base. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, and again, you know, we talked about this a few weeks ago that maybe the Braves could find their way into having something that hasn't happened in 50 years, and that's 340 home run hitters in their lineup. But that team, even when you look at in 73, you know, it was Davey Johnson, Daryl Evans, Hank Aaron, you know, they were all 40 home run hitters, but they didn't have obviously the balance that this lineup has. When you look up and down this lineup, I mean, again, Darno was most likely going to be a double digit home run guy as a guy coming off the bench. Michael Harris is going to be, you know, close to 15 home runs. Orlando Arcia, I mean, you know, who knows? I mean, if he gets to 20 home runs, I mean, you think about the fact that, you know, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys now. And if you add an eighth guy, I mean, think about how many home runs that is in one lineup. And we've talked about the idea of, look, <clears throat> that's what makes this lineup so special is they've gotten contributions out of everybody this year. Like everything has come together for this lineup this year. It, it's not a matter of somebody's having a really poor season. You know, Michael Harris, you know, is having a really poor sophomore season well I mean he's you know played pretty well and I mean he's had his struggles but still he's hitting over 280 and 
got 11 homers and 17 steals, you know, with a 330 on base. I mean, you know, Marcelo Zuna. Okay, well, he's up to 27 homers. Rosario, questions in left field. Can he bounce back? Well, he's got over 20 homers. You know, he's got 20 homers now and, you know, played at least a decent enough left field. Well, you know, how good is Murphy? Well, again, besides we knew he was a, a great glove, but now we see that his, you know, when he's get a chance to, to play every day in, in a decent hitting park, you know, he can round out his offensive numbers. So the depth of this lineup and just how good they are, look, I, I think they're going to break the record. I have no reason to think that they can't break this. I mean, if you're going to if you're going to hit two home runs a night, and, and now the Braves have what 37 games left to play, you know, and they're sitting at 239 homers. There's no reason to think that they can't get to at least 310 home runs. And and what a remarkable accomplishment! Again, I, I you know. They're not just a and the twins when they hit their 309 home runs, they finished 101 uh, in 60. But it didn't feel like that they were a complete team, right? I mean, a couple of years ago, I, and by the way, they lost to the Yankees uh, in their first round of the playoffs. So, you know, again, they they had gotten beat by the team that hit one less home run than what they did. Didn't feel like the Minnesota Twins, having set that record were a complete team. This obviously feels like it's a much more complete team. Like we have the starting pitching. I still think Strider's right there in the hunt for the Cy Young Award. Max Fried is obviously a godsend to have. We'll talk about Elder here in just a, a couple of minutes. And obviously Morton has had a nice bounce back year where he may set his career high in wins. So again, this lineup has just been remarkable how good that they are. How, how efficient that they have been in up and down the lineup. I mean, it's just power personified. And again, it's not just one or two guys. It's everybody. I mean, when you look at, you know, baseball reference and you go through and you just look at all of the numbers, 20, 43, 28, 14, 29, 20, 11, 28, 27, you know, for the main guys that are on this club, like it's remarkable. And, and I'll predict it. I mean, you know, not that I'm stepping out on a limb and, you know, hot take Tommy or whatever. But, you know, again, I, I think they're going to break the record. I think they're going to break the record. And, and this is a much more complete team. And certainly I think that they, you know, uh, again, the way baseball works now, these records are, are going to be probably broken in a couple of years at the way the game is being played. But let's enjoy it potentially for how long it lasts because it is a remarkable achievement. And certainly the Braves have just been power personified up and down this lineup. And obviously that there is just, you know, no holes in this lineup to speak of. Nobody, nobody is just a, you know, just a, uh, a you know, punch and Judy type of hitter. You look at this entire lineup, everybody can take you deep. And if you make a mistake to the wrong guy, that ball is going to end up over the fence. So good win, but more importantly is this team may end up setting the home run record when all is said and done. All right, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel. And look, FanDuel is giving you a chance to win all season long. So here's what we got going on right now. Go to FanDuel and bet on a Super Bowl winner. And when you do, you'll get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. You think the Falcons are going to win the Super Bowl? Bet on them. And every time the Falcons win, They'll give you bonus bets and bonus bets. Uh, just pick any team to win the Super Bowl and you'll get the bonus bets every time. Now, look, 
Bonus bets can be used to bet on spreads, player props, over-unders, everything in between. So here's what you do. You go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N and start earning bonus bets right now with America's number one sports book. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Bet on your Super Bowl winner and win all season long with FanDuel. So it's two in a row for Bryce Elder. Um, You know, he couldn't hang on in the sixth inning last night, but through the first five innings, he was remarkable last night. Another five innings, you know, uh, with with no earned runs in the first five innings, but then he ended up, you know, pitching only five and a third, and he gave up, you know, another hit and had an earned run. But when you look at his line in total, five and a third runs, one earned run, uh, three walks, three strikeouts on 90 pitches. And he just couldn't get through that that sixth inning. And I was hoping, you know, again, he was only at 80-some pitches. Um, I think it was 81 pitches heading into uh, the sixth inning. But he just find a way to hang on for it. But he picks up his 10th win. He's now 10-4, and four, drops his ERA to 3.39. And look, this is what we were hoping for is this bounce back. I mean, he's he's had a rough, not just second half, but really like a la- last 11, 12 starts. And we broke all this down. You know, again, the first 11, 1.93 ERA. Second 11 starts, 5.07 ERA. But you feel better now that he's made back-to-back starts that have been outstanding. He's only given up one run in his last 12 and third, uh, 12 and a third inning. So it feels like, you know, hopefully that this thing has turned itself around and he's kind of righted this ship because again, this is not about the division. You know, it's not about the mutts or, you know, the Marlins or the Philadelphia Phillies or anything like that. This is about the bigger picture. This is about getting guys right from playoff time. This is about getting our starting rotation set and feeling like we can give the ball to anybody in our rotation. And especially one through four, we can give the ball to our top four guys and have a chance to win every time out. And Elder was one of those guys that honestly, for the last month or so here, you've kind of questioned yourself about, okay, can he hang on to a playoff spot? in the rotation. Well, again, and I know it's only two starts, but we said this after last one. Okay. Let me see it two in a row. Okay. Well, he went out and did it last night. Now let me see it three in a row. Look, I don't want to get into a situation like last year when when I've got a guy coming back from an oblique, that's not a hundred percent healthy. And I've got one of my other starters throwing up in a bucket. Like, I don't want to get into that scenario. This team is too good and too talented <clears throat> to have those kinds of things happen. And I understand that in, in the world of baseball, anything can happen, right? We learned that from Leo. Anything can happen in a short series. But there's no reason for this team to get derailed. The, I mean, again, we just talked about setting the home run record and, you know, the division is just a laughing stock right now and, you know, all these different things. No reason for this franchise and this team specifically to get derailed in this. And they are the best team in the National League. I know the the Dodgers are now fighting for that number one spot and all this kind of stuff, but 
the, the Braves have been the most complete team all season long. But I don't want to get this thing derailed. I don't want this thing to go sideways where all of a sudden, you know, an elder who we are going to count on in the playoffs. Again, it's not like we're getting a magical fifth, fourth, fifth starter, you know, to all of a sudden start pitching for us. Jared Schuster is all of a sudden not going to rise up and just dominate the league the rest of the year. It's Morton, Freed, Strider, Elder. That's the four guys that I have to have right. That's the four guys that have to be able to carry me through the playoffs. Again, if you need a fifth starter, which you may not, but we can figure that part of it out. But I have to have those four guys be locked down and be healthy and ready to go and on their A game when we get into the playoffs. I don't want to monkey around like we did last year. And like I said, you know, have guys throwing up in buckets or, you know, coming back from injuries that really, you know, didn't look like that they were right and healthy and everything. Like, can't really have that now. And so, again, uh, this is a situation where we're looking at the long term in this. We're looking at the end game and in all of this. And I don't want anything to get us derailed from what the ultimate goal is, and that's winning the World Series. And again, I need Strider and Elder and Max Fried and Charlie Morton. Like, I'm going to be locked in to seeing what those four guys do down the stretch. And that was a good second step, not first step. That was a good second step in what Bryce Elder can be. If I can get Bryce Elder to get himself back to what he was in the first 11 starts of the year, you feel pretty confident about going into these series. Again, you're not going to mash your way through the playoffs. You know, we've talked about this, and again, you saw the 2003 team. You know, you don't need a better representative in history than that 2003 Braves team. For all of that power and all of that batting average and all the run production that that team had, and that's the modern-day run-scored record for the Braves franchise, it just went to crap once they got against Pryor and Wood. And Sheffield couldn't do anything. Javi didn't do much. Chipper was, eh. don't want that again. And I'm not relying on the idea of we're just going to be able to slug our way through and home run our way through. That didn't work out for the Twins a few years ago. And it's just not how baseball works. You've still got to be able to pitch and play defense and move runners along and do the little things well. And Strider being a part, or sorry, Elder being a part of all of this is a big key because he's going to get his playoff starts and, and the way it works. I mean, again, you don't have as much time. There are multiple rounds of playoffs and multiple series and all this kind of stuff. You need a guy like elder to be able to lock down one of those spots and feel confident that he can take the ball every fifth day or what have you and go out there and pitch you to a victory. So good for elder two good starts in a row. Now, Again, I'll I'll say it. Let me see three in a row. Let me see three in a row. Let me feel better about what our fourth starter position is going to be. Not have lots of questions headed toward the playoffs. As again, the playoffs will be here in a few weeks. This thing will happen very, very quickly. Just like the Falcons preseason, this thing is going to happen very, very quickly. All right, as you listen in to Hitting Hard, make sure you go in and leave us a comment on whatever podcast platform that you're listening on. Let us know that you're an everyday listener to the program. We thank you so much for being a part of our community, but let us know on whatever platform it is in the comment section 
that you're in every day or to the program that you listen in five days a week. And again, we thank you so much for being a part of this ride and this journey. So I liked what Mac Hollins had to say. He was speaking with uh, my buddy Scott Bear from the uh, Falcons digital media team. And, you know, obviously, look, he's one of those guys that has kind of surprised people. I mean, it's not that he necessarily came out of nowhere, but I don't know if Falcons fans were really aware of, you know, his production, but he's come over here and really kind of captured the imagination. I know the whole, he doesn't wear uh, shoes or socks or anything like that. You know, he's one with the ground and, and all this kind of stuff. But I like his mindset about this wide receiver position group. And again, I don't know if we're calling them wide receivers or not. We don't want to have position football, but he talked about this. He had this quote um, in talking about um, things uh, right after Monday's practice. Quote, nobody has a spot locked in our room. That's our mindset that you compete every day. I'm not a starter. Drake isn't a starter. Scotty Miller isn't a starter. Every day is a competition where you have an opportunity to prove yourself. That's how we'll go all the way through the end of the season. Every week is an opportunity to take a start. And Holland summed up the situation by, um, by using a phrase he often uses with his fellow wide receivers, quote, I've been saying it since I got here. There are no free lunches. And look, that's been one of the big themes about what this training camp has been, and even going into the preseason, has been the idea of competition. That And now look, okay, reality, okay, we cut through the fog and, and we get down to brass tacks. Look, Hollins is going to be a starter. Drake London is going to be a starter. Pitts is a starter. I mean, again, there is a, a reality to this. But I like that mindset that everybody's got to compete. Everybody's got to compete to be better. And, and we need that because, again, all of our draft capital is tied up in the B. John Robinsons or B. Sean Robinson, Drake London's, Kyle Pitts. Like, those are the guys that we have to roll with. And if Hollins can get these guys to be motivated to be better and, and compete every day and fight for their spot, good for them. Because I need more of that. I mean, honestly, like, again, I need – those are going to have to be the guys, Bashan, Drake, Pitts, that we hitch our wagon to with our franchise. I mean, sorry. I mean, I don't have that fire breather coming off the edge. I don't have Pat Mahomes at quarterback. You know, I don't have some of these things that, that you know, you can, other teams can latch themselves onto. I'm rolling with, you know, the, three-headed monster of our offensive skill position people. So if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. And I like the fact that Matt Collins is talking about competition every day. Now, again, I understand the reality of the situation. Like none of those guys are going to get cut or none of them aren't going to be starters or this, that, and the other. But I need Scotty Miller to perform well. I need us to be an elite red zone team. I was talking about this with Steve Weish last night. That's the NFL. <clears throat> you have to be great in the red zone. That's a lot of what goes into the NFL. Have we not talked about this repeatedly? 67% touchdown percentage in the red zone. That's what I need out of this team. 
And if everybody's got to be better and everybody's competing and everybody is hungry for their spots, then we can potentially get there. But again, I like the mindset that he's conveying that message to this team, that, that he's talking about this with these guys. From Hollins, again, quote, nothing is set in stone. Every day is a workday. Every day is a competition. That's the message that has been in our room, and that's the message that will stay in this room. <clears throat> like I said, hey, good for him. And if he can create that mindset, and, and again, I, I, I'm a fan of Matt Collins, and if he's going to be the leader of that, you know, positionless room, good on him. I Again, I don't. I don't really care who, what the name is on the back of the jersey, just as far as, you know, who's the leader, this, that, and the other. I just need these guys to perform, right? I, I always talk about this. I don't care about the labor pains. Just show me the baby. You know, I don't want to know how the watch is made. Just tell me what time it is. I'm a net result kind of guy. And, and I need those three guys, the Bashan, Pitts, London. I need them to be big time. You know, this is why I continue to beat the drum about, you know, we have to have Kyle Pitts be Travis Kelsey. Oh, this that that pressure and all that. Hey, man, uh, that that's the territory that you live in. When when you hitch when your franchise hitches your wagon to those guys, you have to perform at a high level, or we're not going to get where we need to be. I can't sit around and wait for other guys to lift this up. It has to be the Bashans and the Drakes and the Pits of the world. <clears throat> and if Matt Collins is going in there as a fire breather and he's getting these guys to rally around the idea of every day is a competition and, and everybody's competing for their spots and nobody's guaranteed everything. And as he says, no free lunches. I love that. I love that mentality. I love that idea of getting that message across to these guys. Because, again, we've not been a successful franchise. And, you know, as we talked about yesterday on the show, again, you can miss me with the whole mindset of, you know, the reason we haven't been a good franchise is because we've been in cap purgatory or this or that, or we've had dead money and we haven't been able to sign guys. Well, again, that's not the real reason why we've not been good for five years. Sorry. I mean, again, you can miss me with that whole mindset that, you know, our cap situation has been why – We've been stuck in a rut for five years. You, know, you, you, you can still draft Micah Parsons and have an entire game-wrecking player on your defense and change the whole culture of your defense. But that's again, that we'll we'll talk about that at another point. But but for right now, we have Bashan and we have Drake and we have Pitts and everything. You know, has to rest on those guys' shoulders and Desmond Ritter to a degree, you know, as well. But our high draft capital is in those guys specifically. And especially, you know, Pitts in London. I mean, again, those guys have to be fire breathers on the our offensive side. So good for Matt Collins. I enjoyed what he had to say, and I like his mentality, and I like his attitude. I think he's going to be a real breath of fresh air. Besides his play on the field, I think he's going to be a real breath of fresh air. We talk about Calais Campbell and some of these guys. I think Matt Collins is going to be one of those guys that's going to be a real breath of fresh air in that locker room and really create a winning mindset and a real competition mindset for this team. All right, well, thank you so much for making Hitting Hard your first listen. Be sure to go in and leave us a comment on whatever podcast platform that you listen on. Let us know that you're an everydayer to the program, that you listen in five days a week. So we thank you so much for being a part of our community. 
we ask you to subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcast. You can get the latest episodes of Hitting Hard as soon as they become available. Also, check us out on the SiriusXM app as well and give me a follow on my personal Twitter page at JMCH316. We'll preview Falcons and Pittsburgh coming up tomorrow. This has been Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked on Sports Atlanta. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.